fan uh podcast and uh we have people coming along mike smith fantasy smitty hopefully we're gonna try calling him see if he picks up he had a wedding last night and uh if you're tuning in it's like literally 1109 before the game and uh the bills are about to play the jets so season opener episode 242 i am stoked to get back on the rails we got icy vic lined up this season to be in touch there's a new show coming um called football that's going to be a channel and uh, it's going to be a bunch of people. I got my boy Ryan Jones, who has a Steelers podcast coming called Jonesy's Sixburg uh, Podcast. And uh, that's all about the Steelers. So check that out. Ryan's a shit. Love Ryan. Good kid. And um, we're going to have a channel called Football. Also, Kevin Masseri, who's been on multiple times, he'll be coming on the podcast regularly. He'll also be donating to the Football feed. And uh, it's going to be all about, you know, there's a lot of times where we have great NFL takes, but I don't want to take up a Bills podcast, but I have to prioritize the Bills. It's a niche, but frankly, it's felt handcuffed. And, um, you know, let's hit a broader audience. I feel that there's a lot of great minds out there that are in these niches. And the more we can reach out and cross promote, the better. So if you're into comical, how you like the numb Bills fan style, which is We'll look into it. We'll do our work, but we're here to have a good time and pick on each other in, in a fun way. Um, but hopefully you enjoy it. It'll be called Football. Follow that on Instagram, Football, Football, E-D. Okay, Football. There you go. Also, this is a part of EQ Media, which is uh, an EQ Media Network. And uh, it will have art from, you know, artists as well as, uh, you know, music, etc., but right now, it's focused on being a podcast network. So check out EQ Media and Instagram as well. And uh, website dropping very soon. It's in the works. And really excited for it. So Numb Bills Fan is a part of EQ Media. And also with support from Punch Drunk Sports and the great Sam Tripoli for always supporting this podcast. Follow his brands, whether it's Broken Simulation or a fun one tinfoil hat which is a personal favorite uh john joseph from the crow mags if you're a fan of hardcore was just on there and if you want to hear some things to look into and you want to get a little more red pill on this situation maybe listen to john joseph and uh san Tripoli talk it was really fun uh it's called the tinfoil hat podcast check it out i enjoy it it gets my mind off of sports and frankly it's been good and bad because then it's had me really take a critical lens towards sports and it's made me honestly not enjoy it as much but i will tell you i am very excited for the bills i haven't been this excited for football in a long time in a few years actually um and it's a make it or break it year for josh allen i think in a lot of people's eyes i'm in uh i didn't want to draft and give up all these picks for him because i didn't want this year to come as in year three of him starting and have him not be developed and frankly um these quarterbacks, they're very precious in Buffalo, especially. And when you watch the rest of the league, the guys aren't that – it seems like Buffalo's kind of behind philosophically. And I think we feel that way in Buffalo because these coaches have like a, a, a plan here 
to turn the roster over, yada, yada, yada. Well, Josh Allen, I, I felt, wasn't set up the best. And that was my biggest gripe. And he has a year that I feel like shouldn't even have counted. Peterman should not have been on the roster. If you're a regular listener, it's a chapter Bible first for you. But my point is, is, hey, the Bills are fucking loaded right now. Also, I'm not expecting a huge shit out of Josh Allen. Like, don't expect accuracy overnight and him to be able to shake out dumb shit overnight. And, and I've always just wanted a Bills quarterback to come to Buffalo and be able to sustain for four to five years. And then let's see where we're at. But, like, keep ascending. And, you know, I'm sorry, but a lot of Bills fans have Josh Allen really hyped. And, and I got people close to me that are, are big Bills fans. They're like, dude, the most overhyped player in the league is Josh Allen. And I hate to say that. At the same time, I look at Josh Allen like a chess piece. The same way I look at Cam Newton like a chess piece. So, you know, I'm going to try giving this guy, Mike, a call. Let's see how this works out. I don't know if it's going to work or not. But, yeah, we'll call Mike Smith up. Hopefully he don't mind. You know, I just don't know about Josh Allen. Michael? I just called you. Um, you're live on the podcast, and I just mentioned Josh Allen, and I know you're just waking up here from a wedding. Um, so let's just get your wide awake take here so I could upload this before the game here, you fucking fuck. And so, like, Josh Allen, you know, year three, just real quick, I, I, I'll i reset it for you. Year three, we have J.A., all right? And this is what you and I have watched. I've never spent so much time enjoying football in Madden with somebody than you, Mike. I've been to more in-person hangout watch drafts with you and even fantasy football you know you got me into that it's been fun but like on the real you did a, a six quarterback thing three years ago and josh Allen was the last one and my our whole point was i thought at least my point was we want josh Allen to last through the gauntlet now this is the gauntlet year for fans where the idiots who have been riding with him they start doing math and then they go oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. and now i'm going to be like no 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 pump the brakes I want him here next year, which is what happened with Tyrod. But you know what I mean. So, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, like I said, like I've always said, with Josh Allen, it's an accuracy thing. But the one thing I can say that the Bills have done, they've put a solid core around Josh Allen. They're going to be dedicated to the run again. I think they're going to be run heavy as usual, clock management, defensive strategy, but then I think they're going to open up the offense a little bit, throw in some play actions and give Josh Allen an opportunity to throw the ball downfield. Not that they didn't last year. He just missed on many, many opportunities going downfield. Now, uh, like I said, if Josh Allen just he, he doesn't have to be Tom Brady accurate. He doesn't have to be Drew Brees accurate. He just has to be more accurate. He is very, like, in the second half of the season, he was very good with keeping the ball in his hands and not being so turnover prone. So I'd like to see that continue. Um, if he could continue that, um, obviously the Bills are going to have a successful season. Um, but, uh, yeah, I need to see the, I need to see that accuracy tick up. And All right. So, I, so, so you need to see accuracy. What else do you need to see? Cause we got to make one more call while you're here on the line. Um, uh, well for accuracy, the other thing is, um, well, 
I guess it's, that's just pretty much it for me. Like the decision, I don't think his decision making is poor. I mean, I'd like to see him go through progressions a little quicker, but I don't think his decision making is poor. It's not that he's throwing into danger zones. He, he is just missing people when they're there, um, you know, a little too often, you know, for my particular liking. Well, but, hold, hold, um, let me let me uh, pause you for one second. All right, fans, we're calling Kevin Masseri right now. Um, he's got till eleven thirty. Hey, Kevin, on, just hold. Uh, you, we're live right now. Just hold right now. I have you on the line with uh, Kevin or Kevin Mike Smith. I'm a fucking idiot. All right, Michael, you there still? I have Kevin on the line. How's it going, Kevin? Good morning. Good morning to you, man. How you doing? I'm recovering from a wedding, so I'm doing great. <laughs> Things are great in your world. <laughs> so, yes. so, yo, we just went over real quick. Josh Allen, like, literally, I talked to Mike for three minutes before I called you. And uh, real quick, Josh Allen, year three, um, the marketing gauntlet, he, he survived. Um, and I was just pretty much making a point in my eyes, like, very precious on the resources given up because – you know, I've talked to people close, and they think he's the most overhyped quarterback, and I'll save that for the guy when he comes on in the league, pretty much. And um, long story short, dude, I feel that, uh, you know, this is where the average dumb fans start looking at year three, and I go, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes. Like, give him another couple of years, you know. So I didn't know. Um, Kevin, what are your thoughts with, with the A when you're going into it? I feel like it's the elephant in the room. They have a roster around him. Here we are. Um Game one, and yeah. I, I don't think the Jets are something to sleep on, frankly, and that's you too, Mike, after Kevin. Well, first of all, it depends what they're considering him overrated for. Is there a certain skill set or trait? Or, um, because generally, if you look down whatever statistical number you want to look at, PFF. I think, it's a, I think it's a hype. It's an overall hype sentiment, okay, the hype. <laughs> the, the, and, and it is more Bills fans tilted, you know. It's definitely more Bills fans. But I think it's an upstate New York thing. And this is usually the turning point. We're where the best we lose. fans in the nation. So, I mean, of course, we're going to hype up whoever we got. That's what we do. I, I mean, I think it's it's it, it just depends on if there's a legitimate argument for, for the, the overhype of him. Um, I, I can listen to a few things, but generally I think that his hype is on par. I don't think he's, you know, whether it's fantasy, whether it's certain advanced stats, whether it's normal stats, I haven't heard, you know, obviously I, I, I hear some Bill fans think he's going to win MVP, but it's not a, not a large majority by any stretch of the imagination. There's still a good amount of fans that want to see what he can do and what he's able to put together, uh, especially starting today. But it's that moxie, it's that confidence, it's the ability to lead a team, it's the players that like to play for him. Those are intangibles that, uh, you know, can make up for maybe um, some missing accuracy issues. But I don't, Dave, when it comes to when it comes to Josh Allen, I think he's underrated. I think he's criminally underrated. I think he's the sole purpose that the team made the playoffs last year. Um, I think he's just hard to defend. He, he has his warts for sure. Um, but if you look at the team underneath the same roster, um, you know, has a losing record uh, when Josh Allen doesn't play. Uh, so I think that's, you know, 15 and nine as a starter uh, throughout his first two seasons or games he started and completed. I, I just, you know, one in four when he doesn't, I just don't think that there's enough there that you can say the roster is so good that that's why the team's winning. Then why didn't they win when he wasn't playing? So that's, those are my arguments uh, for anyone, you know, 
uh, that thinks that he's overrated. Mike, you got something on that, Mike? I mean, I don't really have anything on that. The only thing I'd want to do is I'd want to break down who they were playing when he wasn't on the field for the one and four. Like, what was the strength schedule? Who are the teams? And then, obviously, we know the strength schedule for the teams that he did play, and he has not fared well against playoff caliber teams. Um, That's where you really need to make the improvement. That's where I need to see, like for me to see the Bills take that next step. And and I'm not saying Josh Allen is an incapable quarterback. Um, They need to be, they did the one thing that they did needed to do and they hadn't done in a long time last year. They beat the teams that they were supposed to. So that's, that's one step. That's a big step too. Winning against the teams you're supposed to win at is huge in the NFL. But then to go to the next level, you have to now be the top-tier teams in the NFL. That's how you become an, a, a good, great team. You know, Right now, they're above average. That's how you take it to the next level where now you're not getting kicked out in the first round. You're going to the second, and now you're getting projected to you know, competition compete with like the Ravens and the chiefs. So I need to see them beat the, the strong opponents that are on their schedule. And they definitely have several this year. Um, so my effect with the Josh Allen thing, I guess for, for you guys is, um, Mike, you've been a friend of mine with this football shit a long time. I've always just wanted to have patience. I look at these quarterbacks to Kevin's point more like, I, I can see the underrated. If I look at this in the yin and the yang, I see the playoff game where he resorts to bad habits. But in his defense, on the bright side of that, I want a quarterback here that we know is going to be here, that we know we can get behind, that we know his thick enough skin to shake it off. That's my favorite part about him. You know, the more I get to know him over the years, I like him. And I just want him to be able to mentally survive to work out those kinks. Um, And... At the same time, you know, I feel like the depth and the way he was set up when Mike and I podcasted about or about this during the live draft show of the Allen draft, you know, they couldn't have set him up for more failure than they did, frankly. Like they, they set him up with dog shit. And then they go, oh, well, incognito and wood left. No, fuck you. You could have replaced those pieces. And not had, you know what I mean? So I, it well, just, it, it, they set them up for failure. So the, the lame tards that are going to look at this, they're going to go, hey, it's year three. He's got to get it together. And I'm trying to make the point of like, no, 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 no. If we're on the Roethlisberger well, path, he can run it. Up, Dave. What's that? They had a lot. They had a lot of. They had a lot of cleanup. I mean, I can definitely say the bean. Juan the bean Castillo was the our, problem. That was our, that was our huge. Salary cap issue. Like what he's done to manage that team is. I mean, it's actually very very impressive. I would almost say one of the best turnarounds I've. Seen scene Starla of financial situation was a, was a rip-off oh, yeah of course of you, course you, there's you always gonna be rip-offs i, I know Tulay, but... burphy i mean those are i mean you could have spent your money better but i'm saying where they are financially right now is because of what he's done they're set up so nice that it it's been a hard two to three years and, and i don't want to say me 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 it's my choice to go to these games for three years but to pay for the fucking product I went and watched really sucked. Really sucked. It, like, really fucking sucked. And when it's, oh, we got Dinosaur Juan Castillo here. 
he's the first offensive player. And that's the thing is it still has to do with Josh Allen year one. And they played money ball with the offensive line last year, and it worked out. It worked out. But my whole point is, is when you're on a limited shelf life, this is the league now. You have a limited time with these players, okay? Now we're on a contract extension year for Josh. You're telling me there's no other veteran quarterback besides, you know, somebody who hasn't even thrown a th- uh, over 800 yards in the NFL they could have put behind Josh Allen? His rookie season that's what i'm talking about and i've obviously that's a pass we're here now so what i'm trying to say is i think he is actually mentally strong enough which i like to get through this and if you look at pat mahomes numbers he didn't throw over 300 yards he got the fucking job done three touchdowns you know and i can't complain about that you can't absolutely you know so i i don't i feel like josh allen is a chess piece. If you like Tyrod or you hated Tyrod, either way, you should like Josh Allen. That's how I look at it because Josh Allen will throw it anywhere. He always gives you a chance. It's just we had to go through the first few years, and I called it off the bat. Josh Allen, rookie year, needs to be a starter. Peterman is a fucking speed bump in a way. All he is is just this thing that's holding the development of this kid back, and, and you and I saw it. Kevin too and preseason Josh Allen had shorter feet or longer fields to go. Peterman had shorter and and I just feel like that would pay off a lot more for now. And um, you know, I'll well, look I didn't up. want to get him killed because the line was terrible. That was my primary objective of not putting him on the field. Like you don't want to frazzle a quarterback when he's a rookie, but I mean he managed it well. I mean he definitely took a beating, but he uh he he managed it well and like I said he's here today he's got the poise he's got the confidence um what I want to see is him have more freedom at the offense and hopefully Brian Dable will give us some not so predictable play calling which I mean it's not all the time but sometimes you you're just watching the TV and you're oh just my like God. Mike, you Mike. know what the play is gonna be let me cut you off because I gotta cut you off like I always do so. I'm going to spin this to Kevin because he's got to go at 1130. But real quick, Mike, how many times have I been at your house last few years and I'm like losing my shit when there's a zero at halftime? I'm like, what am I doing here? What am I doing? I'm thinking about all the house projects I could have did. I drove all the way out to Brockport. I'm just like, I'm I'm just, what can I hang myself with on the way home? I don't want to hit a tree. It's too painful. Like, can I, can I like somehow just, Get the exhaust fumes in my car. Like, I don't... How can I do this without really smelling it and knowing? Can I trick myself? Because watching this team on offense is so putrid. But let me tell you something, Kevin. I am so looking forward to fucking Moss at the running back spot. I'm looking forward to the defense. Um, I will say, I do not think this is a walk-in victory for the Bills. Everybody wants to see Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. I think Moss is going to eventually work himself... From his college degree, I think he can work himself to being the starter. I think he is the quiet starter. Um, I haven't really podcasted. I haven't said anything about it. But for me, um, the dude's a beast. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. And um, I, never mind digs and all that stuff. It's just when you're watching football in a stadium and you guys know you played the game, I haven't. I just watch it. And there's a lot of space. So if Josh Allen could be smart and Dable, as Mike said, could – you know, play some not predictable chess. Um, Kevin, how do you think the Bills come out with this win or not? 
Well, it's an interesting point you bring up on Zach Moss, um, a guy that I had ranked as the fifth running back in the class, went ninth. Um, there was a couple of guys who have already been on the bubble. Lynn Bowden in, in, in Las Vegas already was traded. Um, Ke- uh, Keyshawn Vaughn in Tampa Bay was benched, may not be active on game day, guys that went in front of Zach Moss. Um, Zach Moss was clearly probably in the 40s to 50 range in the draft. I thought the Bills had no chance at him after they decided to go defensive line again um, and take Epinesa. I thought that that ruled them out of a, a comparable running back. And I thought for sure that meant that maybe Fournette would be in the equation, which I think he would have been, Dave, had they um, missed out on one in the draft. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Zach Moss could be a, a key to this. I mean, I think he was criminally underrated. He was wildly successful in college. He had a mind, you know, he had a pretty decent-sized injury um, that kind of um, said, hey, you know, well, we have to see what he can do rebounding from that, and he showed it. Uh, he showed it to me to be able to rebound from that as his final season. Um, so he's a good player. I, I had him ranked, like I said, fifth running back, but right on par with the Dobbins of the world, uh, the Akers. Uh, Akers, you know, you know, he had a terrible offensive line in college. So we're going to see how all this turns out with, with um, the running back situation. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, obviously Clyde Edwards Alaire is going to be um, number one of the rookie class, just the opportunity, skill set, and scheming. But number two, I don't know. I think it could be very well. Zach Moss is going to be in that debate. So we'll see today how much he's used compared to Singletary and if he's going to take that Gore role plus more. So that's going to be the interesting part to me, how this all plays out. What um, do you expect from uh, defensively Epinesa? I don't expect much. He's, show, he's showing ninth on the depth chart. Uh, behind Daryl Johnson. Um, you know, Leslie Frazier went there to, mm, a couple days ago and said, you know, how versatile he's been. I think that's just, that's just, it co- do we got a lot of, do you, do you feel, I mean, bro, I'll be honest with you. I love talking to you guys because I've lost a lot of passion this summer. I'm going through a lot. There's a GoFundMe for my yeah. wife. So if you guys yep. checked it out in the description, GoFundMe for my wife. She's beautiful. And uh, so, yo, but real quick, just, um, Defensively, I feel they'll be on par. Um, Norman's out. Um, yep. o- o- overall, I, like I, I really feel the elephant in this room, Kevin, is Josh Allen, and and I don't want to put pressure on him, but I gotta say before you go, Kevin, I want to get this documented for you to hear, and then I'll let yep. you go unless you have uh, a, unless you have a few more minutes of thoughts. Um, I gotta say. You know, the process for me has been slow and methodical, and that's how we're building this eq media network with Kevin, which I already teased you on the intro, and Mike, and uh, we have Icy Vic joining up with us. We got this new show, Football, coming, and it'll be just this football dump. So when we had these NFL thoughts, because what I want to dive in with you guys is I would like, before you go, Kevin, um, a Cam Newton Patriots thought, and I think uh, Cam Newton hasn't even been unlocked. I could be nuts. Um, I've always been... In the beginning, a fan of Cam Newton, um, and Mike was there for the draft that, you know, I thought he would, I, I didn't think he would go number one. I was like, the only, draft. yeah, sure. Yep. You know, and, and I was like, oh, they got Clawson. <laughs> the Bills are going to get him. So Andrew Luck fucked up the Bills draft on that. That said, um, what do you think? Just for a little quick thought, football thought here. What do you think about Cam Newton and the Patriots? I, I don't think you mess with Bill Belichick and systems. And I'm saying... You don't bet against Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, I'm on record saying that it's up to Cam, just like we're saying about Josh. Uh, that roster is horrible, though, Dave. I will say it's completely gutted. It's not good. They had opt-outs. They had injuries. Um, they just had cutting the third receiver for money purposes. They have two running backs that are hurt. Um, Sonny Michelle didn't play at all in the pre- uh, in the training camp series season. 
Um, it's just it's just not a good roster from start to finish. If Cam Newton's good though, and he matches it with Bill Belichick, I don't know. Cam Newton's played with Philly, the Philly Browns, and the Ted Ginn Juniors of the world. Um, absolutely, could be kind of scary there if he's actually back. If he looks at all like he did last year. I don't know that he keeps a job for 16 games. So it's, it, there's such a wide range with that discussion. That does he look like Cam Newton of last year with a bad roster like he did last year? He doesn't even have a Christian McCaffrey. Or is he going to be good and show that, you know, I'm going to go out and make $40 million a year playing with Bill Belichick. So there's there's two sides of that coin, but the roster is just not good enough to me, Dave, um, all across the board. Could Cam Newton be good and lead him to 8-8? Eight and eight? Yeah, it's very possible. Can I Can I see that? Yeah, sure. Can he be fantasy relevant? Sure. Can that roster be good enough to compete? No. I mean, can they compete for a wild card? I think that's 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 very that's very possible. Be seven and nine to nine and seven. I just the defense is just not where it was. Their DBs are still very strong. The D line's not as good as it's been. Um, you know, it's just there's no there's zero weapons. You know, they're they're relying on the kill Harry um, and nothing behind him. Zero. I mean, they're talking about Demir Bird um, behind him. So there's just nothing there. What about uh, one, one, one thing I hate to hear though about about the Patriots is how bad and injured their offensive line is because every year I would look forward to it and then they play well. Yeah, you know, so well, I I have to ignore that one until they prove me otherwise. Frankly, yeah, no, I, I'm always going to expect the offensive line to be decent. I guess I don't care who they up. put in there; they could get a guy off the street that week and somehow they play fine, dude. I because I, I used right. to really pay attention really close to line play and just be like, okay, this match up here, this match up here, you know, and, and, and then it doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, sure. I, I'm just kind of confused. Now, now you said Cam Newton's fantasy worthy, possibly Mike fantasy. Mike, do you have a thought of that? Well, like I, like I mentioned, like absolutely he's going to be fantasy relevant because I think that that offense coordinator is going to use Cam better than Cam has ever been used before. And I'm not saying he's going to bring him back to, um, you know, MVP status, but I could definitely see Cam Newton being the comeback player of the year. Um, just because of the offensive system that they're going to run. They're going to be run heavy. They're going to try to control the clock. And, you know, um, absolutely. I I think Cam, if his shoulder is good, and if that really was the reason why he was you know, doing so poorly last few seasons, if he's back, his, his mindset and his attitude, and this is where I also like the mindset and attitude of Josh Allen, like they're driven, like, when Newton was asked, he's like, are you the starting quarterback? He goes, absolutely not. He's like, I still got a lot of stuff to learn. I got to like that. He's 30. He's won an MVP and he's not saying, oh, I'm good. He's saying, I still have things to learn. And that that's just person. And that's huge. And I really think it's going to reflect with that team, regardless of the pieces around him. Like Kevin said, he's always thrown to basically crap other than, you know, Steve Smith. So, it's not like it's going to be any different for him. His ability to extend plays gives even your, you know, below average receiver plenty of time to get open, especially if they're doing double routes and crossing patterns like they like to do over in New England anyway. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but they did have a lot of opt-outs. Um, but, you know, go Belichick and, like you said, take them off the street. So, um, I think they're going to be definitely better than 8-8. Eight eight. I definitely give them 10 wins, but We'll see. 
All right, guys, any uh, wrapping thoughts here or no? Kevin, you got anything? I mean, I just think a lot rides on how this, this they're able to adjust with no fans, how they're able to adjust not because the fans didn't cause games to flip. I don't think that that's – I think that's overblown, but I think it's more about routine. You've seen it in baseball with – um, players, you know, not feeling like it's, you know, as, as wild. So it's not as much the fans come in and the offense can't hear and this and that. Uh, there's a tiny little smidgen of that, but I think it's more about the routine for the players. How are the, how is this routine? Is it going to feel the same? Are they going to have as much energy? That's the well, stuff we're going to have to monitor early on in this, in this, in this season um, to see how that, that happens. But you know, I think that could play to the hands of the better teams. I mean, I think you're going to see less upsets. So that's kind of my hottest take. You asked me for my hottest take, Dave. I think there's less upsets this year. So we're going to have to see how that, if that's true, do the, we're going to see how that has to go. Do the Bills win? Today? Yeah. 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 No, I don't, I don't think there's – I think the Jets are beat up. I mean, they're they're coming in with a pretty poor roster. They're missing some defensive talent. Um, they don't have anything on the – you know, now we're not, now we're talking about Sam Darnold and Adam Gase. We're not talking about Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. Um, I don't see it personally. I mean, Le'Veon Bell would have to be very, very good, and the Bills would have to have no answers. They updated their um, offensive line more than any other team this year. So I'm Yeah, they pulled kinda... a weaker version of what the Bills did last year. We'll see what Mackay Beckton is, but he's going to have his hands full against Jerry Hughes. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's lots riding on the line of the offensive line of the New York Jets and Le'Veon Bell. Outside of that, I don't see a way they get it done. If the line's good and Bell's good, I don't know, you're right, Dave. It could be a little closer than people think. Mike, what do you um, think? Well, I mean, judging by the last six games of the season after Sam Darnold got healthy last year, he was – top 10 quarterback every single week. Um, so that is a plus, you know, good way to end the season. But, I mean, I think that the fact that they lost a premier safety, the fact that you have a player on your team saying that people don't want to play for the coach, like I just don't think that – I think that probably resonates, and I don't think that's just something he was just spraying out to the, to the world. Uh, that's – probably has some serious legitimate or legitimacy to it. So um, although I, I do think um, it's going to be a close game and without the fans, I feel like there could be an energy thing. I, I'm with Kevin that I think there's going to be less upsets. However, when you have fans in stadium, like you have Kansas city, I think that is going to be a disadvantage if you don't have home fans and you have them on the road. Um, so we'll see how the rest of the season plays out and when they're able to get fans in and where, but um, I think the Bills are going to be able to come out with the victory, but I don't think it's just going to be a role victory. I don't think the Jets, I honestly don't think our, our division is as bad as some people may look at it, like the Dolphins, the Jets, the, the Patriots. I don't think they're ready to roll. Um, so, But we're going to see today. Like I said, I just think that the Jets' defense is probably not prepared to handle the offense that they're going to be facing. And between Singletary and Moss, I don't think there's ever going to be a true starter. I think they're going to go to a, a two-back set. I mean, I think that's going to be the mindset going forward, just – you know, constantly rotating back. You're not going to have a, you're not going to have a horse back there. So. And Dave, they did just come out with the inactive. Epinesa, Orvern, and Butler's not playing. So that should answer your question early on. That Epinesa with with an injured Vernon Butler um, isn't in the lineup. That's not good. I mean, it shows that he did not develop like he was supposed to early on. That could, be, could that be one of? I mean, it's really early to say. I'm not trying to even say this. This is so negative. I, I, it could be one of those things where you hear, man, this guy looks so good, and then you bring him into camp, you're like, oh, fuck. 
He Well, he did eat, though. He fell in the draft for a reason, so we'll have to see how that develops as the season goes on. But Daryl Johnson and Justin Zimmer are both active over A.J. Epinesa. Not a good start for A.J.'s career. Now, guys, real quick, I want to give you my thoughts. Then we're going to go back to you guys for your Twitter and your Instagram real quick because we're going to be big on the IG and, and, and the Twitter. Uh, Kevin, you're very active on Twitter, but real quick. Um, I just think this is going to be a call I'm calling for. I want to document this because this is going to be a podcast that we get so even listened to after. This is more of like the Bills coming up. What are we expecting from the team? Talk, I think. Um, so I feel like this can be promoted well. As in, and here's my thought. And, and the Jets game has to do with this, which is, for me, I have to remind myself, pump the brakes on Josh Allen. I fucking really like the kid. And that's as in, he's got to perform clearly. But I'm not going to be so high on him. He fixed it, so high on him. He didn't, but depends. The game could have its ups and downs, and maybe he has a lot of pressure, and he doesn't resort all the time to bad patterns. And that's all we're looking for. Um, I thought after Dable had him um, hold back a little bit, I, I thought he was more stale on his completions, you know. So long story short, Pump the brakes with Allen. I think the game's going to be a lot closer than most Bills fans think. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills had 14 by halftime to make me proud. So uh, I, I think the Bills okay. will squeeze it out mid-20s. I don't think they need a bunch of points. But if they got 24 to 26 only, I know, yeah, I know that's like a decent amount. But the new NFL is just crazy. So you had to put up, I think, 14 by half. Um and I just hope it's, I don't know, that Jets defense, dude, guys, they blitz like 40% of the time. It, they're, they're nuts. And against Allen, I believe 20%, something like that, like 29% Greg Williams the last two games, they blitz on Allen. And that's that's a lot, you know. So sure. it's going to really, I think, set the tone for other teams because – Oh, shit, he is in the playbook. Oh, shit, he does know how to pick up blitzes now. Oh, shit, he knows a hot read. So this is, I think, a really good game for us to really dive into the season. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Kevin, where can we find you? You can find me at my Twitter, at Kevin Masseri, M-A-S-S-A-R-E. Um, so that's going to generally be where the bulk of my tweets and thoughts as I'm tweeting live here. Um, and I'll, you'll catch me go live all the time from, from that account. So check me out over there. Sweet. And Michael? Uh, you can check me out on uh, Twitter as well, at Fantasy Smitty. Uh, I'm there tweeting, and uh, I'm about to jump in on the IG game soon. But No, you're I'm already not, on there. You're uh, on... Well, it's my personal account. I'm the next business player, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. If, if you do want to find me on uh, Twitter Instagram right now, it's uh, mcsmith2406. Um, so don't you, you get that me. you're marketable because you're just a dude? Duh. Like, this is a whole thing. We're just dudes, dude. We're just some dudes. We're just some dudes. But all right. Dudes. Thank you. This has been Numb Bills Fan Podcast 242. And as always, subscribe, tell your friends, and thank you.